Sweet Scrooge's Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Horror Ghouling. And I'm Creepy Chris Slithering. And you must know that something's up if we're not using our real names today. <laughs> yeah, this is the most wonderful time of the year. As far as I'm concerned, October is my favorite month. Halloween is my favorite holiday. <laughs> and ever since I came back to Voice Coaches, I remember bugging you and Mike to, to be like, hey, can we do a Halloween episode? And you're like, well, what are we going to do? Exactly. And, but um, you came up with one this year. This is good. Yeah. So the one thing that I've looked forward to every Halloween since I was about six years old was in October, sometimes in November, uh, but usually in October, right at the beginning of the fall TV season, the Simpsons would do their annual Treehouse of Horror special. Mm, yeah. You wonder if it really started out to to be an annual thing or if it's just after they did the first one, they said, wow, this 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 caught on. This was a popular episode. So yeah. you know, let's do it again. So they've been doing it for, uh, they're coming up on their 26th so they have, yeah, episode? they have, they, they have 20, 25 of them because they didn't start it in the first season, which always makes tracking them down really difficult because ah, okay. Treehouse of Horrors 1 is in season two, so on and so forth. Oh, gotcha. But, uh, but yeah, they're a yearly Halloween special. And for, for me growing up, that was the thing that really, you know, every year, uh, and even as I got older, you know, when I was in college, I watched Simpsons a little bit less. And as I, you know, went into adulthood and started a family, you know, I still watch it even <laughs> less, but this is the one thing I always make time for because to me, it is the thing that that I just, I, I love this holiday. It's so much fun. Well, here's here's where the generation differs, you see. I used to look forward to, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh yeah, we've got know, that one. Which is yep. always fun as well. But, uh, yeah. but certainly- Or the Garfield the, the, one, the right? The Simpsons, yeah, there you go. Candy cane, The candy Simpsons cane. have redefined uh, Halloween for sure. And uh, with this special every year, they just break new ground all the time. Yeah. So uh, I guess your idea is to kind of count down, kind of go from the more recent uh, material, you know, to uh, what we feel is probably, you know, one of the best being one of the earliest yeah and so uh so that's what we're going to do for the next few minutes you'll be hearing some clips of uh of some of the episodes and we'll talk about some of our favorites um now i you know a little bit of um uh full disclosure here here. full disclosure here i am not a simpsons fan Mm -hmm. i really just watched my first full episode of The Simpsons last night. So commence Seriously. to sending your emails to the podcast <laughs> exactly. right now. You know, please don't hold it against me, all right? Yeah. Just, it's, it you know, hasn't been my cup of tea all these years. My my sons, who are in the same age group as, uh, as my co-host here, which makes sense, um, were. You know, they grew up with this as well. And they were, they were fans, and at first I wasn't thrilled about them watching, but obviously, you know, everything changes. And, and so I, I never got into them, and uh, certainly I appreciate appreciate the humor and I have laughed a lot watching some episodes last night and we just watched another one just now yeah I've I've been very happy to, to, to be the person to, to to carry you over that threshold there you go when my, you told me that you'd never watched it I was like what? you're gonna be a hero to my son <laughs> let me tell you so um you know this this is your deal this is pretty much you know your your fun so you know let's go with it and start uh, back all the way well what's going on this year what's sure happening so this in year? in the future we have we don't know what he's going to be playing but John Ratzenberger is going oh. to be in in the uh, the 25th Treehouse of Horror coming yeah. up. Uh, it'll actually be airing two days after this podcast wow. airs. Now, see, he's going to be the uh, answer to a trivia question forever and ever and ever <laughs> because he is in every Pixar. Every single Pixar movie. Pixar movie, yeah. yeah. And, of course, you remember him as um, Cliff, um, Clavin. Cliff Clavin on Cheers. That's where he first made his, his name. But since then, he has been in every Pixar production. Yeah, lucky and, guy. Uh, full-length feature. And, yeah, absolutely. So, so, um, uh, so now he's going to make his, uh, you know, this is the height of his career now. You're, oh, yeah. you're talking the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. You know, I remember somebody saying, I don't know 
know if it, well, it, it was a similar thing about Weird Al. Like, like someone had said, I think it was Nirvana. They said, you know, we knew that we were successful once Weird Al parodied us. There you go. Yeah. Right. And I, th- I think a lot of people feel the same way about the Simpsons. Like, you know, <laughs> once they've gotten to be on, on that show, they that's feel true. like they've made it. Um, so, so that's a, that who knows what that's going to be. I'm sure it'll be fun. They're, they're, you know, this is again, to me, the apex of the year is, is catching Treehouse of Horror. So I'll definitely be watching it. Excellent. Um, going back to Treehouse of Horror 21. We had a really, really awesome guest appearance of Daniel Radcliffe. There you go, Harry uh, Potter. Yep, playing Edmund in a segment called Tween Light, which is a parody <laughs> of Twilight, where okay. he lampoons former co-Harry Potter star Robert Pattinson from his oh, role wow. of Edward in Twilight, and it's, it's really entertaining. Well, he is cute, but I'm sure a boy like him would never say hello to me. Hello. <laughs> I love your pallor. Why is there a steering wheel in my bedroom? How'd you do that? Oh, it's these cheap school buses with their squishy metal. On another subject, you have beautiful eyes. <laughs> They're just dots in circles. And uh, Hugh Laurie's in that as well. One of my favorites. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Master and Cadaver, which is a parody of Dead Calm. My name's Roger. I was the chef on the Albatross working for a businessman taking his partners to Tahiti. One night, he asked for pie for dessert. As the pie cooled innocently on a porthole sill, my employer attempted to inject it with poison, but I caught him in the act. Unfortunately, he had the strength of ten businessmen. He sent me napwood with a bottle of low-sodium soy sauce. Poor man, you've been through so much. Hey, I've had a hard trip too. One of the lenses fell out of my sunglasses. And that's something that, again, if you're not familiar and, and you're still listening uh, <laughs> uh, with the, what the Simpsons have done, almost every episode does some sort of homage to a, a terrific to film or, yeah. or something that, that they can parody, obviously. Have some and fun sometimes with. they'll cram multiple stories together. Like mm-hmm. we, we just watched one uh, from uh, Treehouse of Horror 14, right. where Jerry Lewis uh, guest stars yes. as Jonathan Frank Sr., which is great for, for, for me. Like, you know, I've always loved Professor Frank. Like mm-hmm. he's always been such a great character. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I didn't know where that character came from. Mm-hmm. So with you, you see Jerry Lewis and you're like, oh, wow. Well, that's the naughty professor. Yeah. So that's yeah. your first time seeing, uh, sure. you know, Professor Frank and his right. dad, which is where he came from. Um, but it's really neat. It's this Frankenstein story. And it also brings in this little, um, you know, this little biblical twist halfway through. <laughs> um, or actually, that was the previous segment where Homer becomes the Grim Reaper. Yes. Um, but again, you know, they're always doing these things where they're blending these things together. And they're just they're just so much fun. Oh, good life and dad, you've made receiving the Nobel Prize the happiest day of my life. Oh, the hug is good. This is what the Nobel Prize is all about. The science and the love and that physics we call quantum. Ain't that right, people? What a great crowd. You all have such big hearts and such big brains with large, juicy, dripping with knowledge heads. That's it. I'm going smorgasbord on these poindexes. Every brain unlocks more secrets of the universe. Muffins are surprisingly high in calories. The pyramids were actually built by Sears. I'm going to jump in here and say that uh, of the list that you put together here of about a dozen of these, mm-hmm. I'm noticing that there are quite a few guest stars that are not known as actors. Yes. Okay. You're, you're talking folks like Dick Clark. Okay. Now you saw Dick on TV for, you know, you're growing up your whole life. 
and yet he was not an actor. In fact, I saw him try to act once in a movie. It was really bad. Uh, <laughs> and then you got people like uh, Oscar de la Hoya, the boxer. You got Sir Mixalot. You got uh, yeah. Paul Anka. You know, <laughs> who I don't believe ever has done any acting, but you know, great uh, you know musical artist, obviously. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting that uh, that they've had those sorts of guest stars throughout the years on Treehouse of Horrors, also. Yeah, Dudley Hirschback. I remember I was putting this together, and I'm like, who is that? <laughs> he was a Nobel Prize winner. I'll um, be darned. But yeah, um, another great one from Treehouse of Horror uh, number 12 Pierce Brosnan um, was right. both himself and the Ultra House 3000 okay Pierce Brosnan a voice like his would give our house a much needed touch of class alright but I'm doing this because he was Remington Steel he was Remington Steel wasn't he yes I was Marge and thank you for selecting me well hello Pierce <laughs> say it's a bit stuffy in here and I know a certain someone who really fancies lilac. I just like it is all. Ooh, that really covers the cat crap. <laughs> and Matthew Perry's in that episode also. He was he was a voice option for the for the Ultra House, so you, ah. could, you could have the Matthew Perry option. Yeah. Oh, let's try Matthew Perry. Yeah, could I be any more of a house? Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I wonder if I can get him on my GPS. Yeah. <laughs> Probably these days. They do have Homer Simpson on the Tom Tom. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. Um, one of my favorites going back to Treehouse of Horror 10 was uh, Lucy Lawless when she was on the show as Lucy Lawless. And then, you know, the proverbial stuff hits the fan and it turns out she actually is Xenomorph the Warrior Princess. <laughs> what do you need me for? You could have your choice of any of the women in these bags. You would think so, but no. Really? Well... I mean, maybe we are meant for each other. Growing up, I was always tall for my age, and the other kids made fun of me. I, I always hoped for another misunderstood soul to share my pain. You could be that soul, Collector. Ooh. Come here, you. Xena needs sex. <laughs> Got your lips. That's the one that has Dick Clark in it and Tom Arnold, yeah. who I think is one of the more underrated artists out there, to be honest with you. I think he's a great actor myself. He's, he's if you're looking for stuff. a really awesome film, there's a movie called uh, called Hit and Run. It's mm. um, Dax Shepard. Oh, sure. Uh, From He's currently on Parenthood. Yeah. yeah. Married to Kristen Bell. Yeah. And she's in it, too. It's actually a love story about the two of them, but it's also a comedy. And Tom Arnold has like one of the funniest roles I've ever seen him. <laughs> he's a federal marshal who's a complete klutz. So he's like frequently driving in this minivan and he keeps dropping his firearm. And, and like, it's amazing. It's a really, really I'll good thing. Check that out. Yeah. yeah. Very, very underrated comedic actor. All right. So back to our uh, our list of Treehouse of Horror favorites. Mm -hmm. You got um, uh, Freddy Krueger. Kruger has to show up here somewhere. Yeah. And this was great. Uh, Treehouse of Horror number nine in the intro segment. Uh, he shows up on the couch with Jason Voorhees. And uh, this is, the, the, you know, the real Freddy Krueger, as far as I'm concerned, Robert Englund, uh, mm -hmm. who's fantastic. And, and what's really cool about this was at the time, this was in 1998, I think. Yeah. Uh, it had been four years since new nightmare. So, so this is for a lot of people, the first time they're they're you know, that that character is, is back in, in the, in the hands of, of Robert England. So I don't get it. They should be here by now. Ah, what are you going to do? 
And also in that episode, uh, again, non-actors, Ed McMahon, Jerry Springer, uh, Regis Philbin, and maybe Kathy Lee Gifford. I, I guess she's done some acting, and we'll give her that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, for the most part, you know, again, non-actors in this thing, in addition to the very talented actor, uh, Robert England. Absolutely. Uh, going back a couple of years before that, Treehouse of Horror 7, one of my favorite Treehouse of Horror segments ever, Citizen Kang. Uh, <laughs> they uh, Kang and Kodos, who are the the uh, the tentacly green glass helmeted aliens, kidnap Bill Clinton and Bob Dole. <laughs> and uh, somebody who who made that show absolutely fantastic and really special whenever he showed up, either as Lionel Hutz or any of the other characters he played, Troy McClure, Phil Hartman. Oh. Uh, he was in the episode Great as Bill talent. Clinton, and yeah. I believe he carried this over from SNL. I think he played Bill Clinton a few times oh, yeah. on, on SNL. Oh yes, sir. and uh, oh my, it was so funny because you have you know this very much this fish out of water story with these two hapless aliens inhabiting the the bodies of these two presidents, and <laughs> and just all the stuff that happens with them, where like you know at Kang and Kodos uh, to transfer nutrients from each other, wrap tentacles around each other, so Bill Clinton and Bob Dole are walking down the street holding hands, and <laughs> it's just so great. It's it's a really really awesome episode. Sounds like it. What's happening? Is it noon already? Ah, what the hell is this? Some kind of tube? Hey. Well, thanks for taking care of Dole for me. Hey! So, Treehouse of Horror 6, which is also on your list here, is the one with Paul Anka in it. So, yes. is he a major role in part of this? He uh, He's basically a jingle writer. And, <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, yeah, really stretching there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's this thing that happens where all of these corporate mascots come to life and start wreaking havoc on Springfield. <laughs> so, it's... It's really great. And I believe he is the one who saves the day. Why not? With his jingles. He kind of like uses his jingle magic to get them under control. If you stop paying attention to the monsters, they'll lose their powers. Hey, Springfield! Are you suffering from the heartbreak of monsteritis? Then take a tip from Mr. Paul Anka! To stop those monsters, one, two, three, here's a fresh new way that's trouble-free. It's got Paul Anka's guarantee. Guarantee void in Tennessee. Just don't look. Just don't look. We're closing in on the on the top two here, and right near the top, you've got one here uh, that's uh, number four, uh, the you know the fourth episode of Treehouse of Horrors, and um, uh, it, there's a guy playing a gremlin, Frank Welker. Yeah, and and Frank Welker has a really cool role in The Simpsons. He's a recurring actor. He shows up a lot. Okay. Um, he plays the gremlin here. He's also in Treehouse of Horrors number ten as Ned Flanders, where he kind of uh, Ned's in a little different state than he normally is. Uh, shows up in one of my other favorites. I couldn't believe that this one was this late in the series, but. Um, one uh, episode, uh, Treehouse of Horrors 21, he plays uh, the dolphins. There's this one where, where dolphins take over the world. Mm. It's absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, we're not talking the Miami dolphins. Here. No, no. no, no. They, they, <laughs> yeah. they can barely take the field. Um, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, but yeah, he shows up a lot, uh, you know, uh, playing monkeys, um, you know, all sorts of different animals. So this wow. guy is a, a career voice actor. And, and you look mm-hmm. him up on IMDb, he's got nothing but, but tons and tons of 
of credits for all voiceover. Right. Now, one that I watched all the way through just last evening. Thank you for giving me the, uh, the getting me the DVD. Yeah. Um, is uh, uh, stars, if you will, um, one of the voices of of, uh, of any generation. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're you're talking the guy that's about to get the Voice Arts Icon Award at the at the first Voice Arts Awards coming up in New York City on November 9th um, for his uh, lifetime of precedent-setting voice work. Uh, you know, the guy that all of us want to be. Yeah. And if you haven't guessed by now, we're talking James Earl Jones. Your who father. Was in, yeah, right. Uh, and he was in the very first Treehouse of Horrors, right? Yeah. And this, uh, just to put this in perspective, this aired when I was five years old, and I was just so... That episode, I mean, there were so many good segments on that mm. episode, right? Yeah. Where yeah. Um, the Simpsons get abducted. But this is the first appearance of Kang and Kodos, where they uh, there's this whole back and forth where they're fattening up this, the Simpsons. And <laughs> there's this great gag Which, by with the this, way, is an homage to a Twilight Zone episode called yeah. To Serve Man. There's a bunch of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of those. Um, that one where Frank Welker is, is the gremlin. There's another one where that's a homage to the uh, the Twilight Zone movie where, okay. you know, there's the kid who like everyone's like, oh, that's so great. Yeah, They're right. walking we, on eggshells around him. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. always calling back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It starts off with Bad Dream House, which I, it's got to be. I mean, that's a classic. <laughs> I'm not sure what the, the homage is there. But, you know, the Simpsons move into this house that is uh, haunted by a spirit. Well, it's probably, um, uh, what's the uh, uh, Long Island house, uh, you know, that's in... Oh, yeah, like Amityville. uh, Amityville. Totally an Amityville type thing. That's what it is, yeah. Then you get Kang and Kodos being introduced in the um, Hungry Are the Damned segment, which is super fun. That that gag with the book back and forth, how to cook humans, how to cook four humans, (laughs) how to cook 40 humans. 40 humans, yeah. (laughs) How to cook four 40 humans. It's it's very cleverly done. But but the real, the highlight, obviously, of this episode is when James Earl Jones uh, does Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. So good. Unbelievable. It so really good. is. And, and of course, uh, you know, you mix Homer into that mess. And, and, and Bart. And Bart. It's so and it fun. it is quite fun. Yep. yep. And it's awesome. One of my favorite the things that still makes me laugh, I've seen that episode a million times. And, you, you know, you've got the rhyme scheme going in, mm-hmm. in, in The Raven. You know, nevermore. Right. And The Raven said, eat my shorts. <laughs> Every time that Bart pops in with that, I crack up it's so good it and something. it's great because like this stuff is timeless like yes. when i was a kid the thing like i there, there's this part where homer falls down and he's got like the birds walking around his head nevermore nevermore when i was a kid i must have been laughing for 10 minutes about that <laughs> and i still find that funny but not like not like rule on the floor funny but there's other stuff that i pick up on you know it's, it's such a great show and it's it's such a treat ah distinctly i remember it was in the bleak december and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor Eagerly I wished the morrow. Vainly I had sought to borrow from my books surcease of sorrow. Huh? Huh? Sorrow for the lost Lenore. Oh, Lenore. For the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. Well, thank you for enlightening me, and um, and I guess what I'm going to be doing on Sunday, October 26th, is I'll be tuned into FXX, because they're going to do a Treehouse of Horrors marathon. If you're a fan, you probably know this by now. If you're not, you can become one on noon to midnight, Sunday, October 26th, on FXX, if you get that cable channel, as yeah. a lot of us do. Get yourself a big bag of candy. Yeah, sounds <laughs> like it'll be fun. Thank you, Chris, for bringing this up and uh, coming up with the idea and, and doing all the research and the editing that we've enjoyed in the last few minutes. <laughs> 
It's my pleasure. So uh, one thing that I think we can take away from this for, for our listeners, aside from just enjoying what we're talking about here, is in terms of, of, of getting yourself voiceover work and, and how you're pursuing it, the thing I want you to take away from this is try something different. You know, this is something that, that is, you know, is, is a, you know, a a tradition that they've done now, but, but it was a totally, you know, something that was just a special thing. And it's, it, 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 you know, it ropes in people, it keeps people coming back. It's something that's memorable. So, so, you know, step outside your, your, your zone of, of doing things that you normally do. And and just for, for the sake of Halloween or something, try something a little different. There you go. Good idea. Well, as you can tell, Chris and I love the business of voice acting, whether it be for anime, Information, education, commerce, video gaming, audiobooks. If you're interested in learning what it takes to make it in voice acting, we suggest you attend one of our adult education evenings called Getting Paid to Talk. Voice Coaches offers this class through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs throughout North America, and we could be hitting your town soon. That's right. The week of November 3rd, we've got you covered if you're in the Buckeye state of Ohio, with classes planned in Aurora, Dublin, Cleveland, Fremont, Cincinnati, and Dayton. Sounds good, and we'll be in Clifton Park in Saratoga Springs, New York as well, Florence, Kentucky, and Cape May, New Jersey. It's quite easy to find out when we're going to be near you this fall. You just call us, 866-887-2834. Or feel free to send us an email. It is podcast at voicecoaches.com, and we'll respond with great speed, maybe not great quality, uh, but purpose. <laughs> Do you think they believe me there? I, I, I'm neither one of those, no. <laughs> Uh, We'll also accept your comments, questions, and topic suggestions at that email address. Remember, there is no such thing as a bad question. If there were, I would not be here today. Yeah, and and if there were, we still answer it anyway. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook as well. And if you enjoy the podcast and you're listening to us on iTunes, please feel free to leave a review. Helps us out. There you go. And enjoy your Halloween. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. So uh, the one that has Paul Anka in it that I mentioned a few moments ago is is uh, how, a Treehouse of Horror six. Uh, <laughs> let's try that again. And what was the the plot there? I don't know. Do you remember? I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, then we can cut all that out if you want. Yeah. Or if you feel. <laughs>